Welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Good morning, Callum. Good morning. Brent rallied strongly yesterday and broke through $124 per barrel this morning. What has led to Brent breaking out of this range? Well, there have been a few things uh, going on in, in the last few days. Um, firstly, in, uh, in China and Shanghai, there's been an easing of some of the lockdown restrictions in some uh, low-risk areas, and factory workers are being allowed to return to work. So that's, that's positive for the demand side. Um, then yesterday... Iran seized two Greek oil tankers, so clearly that's, that creates a supply risk premium sort of issue, and also does not bode particularly well for the nuclear talks with, with Iran to have things like that going on with an EU member state, although there doesn't seem to be much progress going on in that regard anyway. But then the, really the main thing that's uh, pushed the market uh, higher overnight has been the news that the EU has, after all, managed to reach a deal on imposing an oil embargo against Russian oil. And what are the terms of the EU deal? Well, the main caveat is that it applies to seaborne crude only. So pipeline crude is not affected. And of course, that's uh, significant from the point of view of Hungary, which um, receives a lot of its crude via pipeline. And finding a way of accommodating Hungary has been a key challenge in, in agreeing a deal. But it does mean that two thirds of uh, Russian crude and refined products coming into the EU are covered uh, and so will need to be phased out. I don't think they've said exactly how long that's going to take, although they've previously talked about the end of this year. So presumably that's still the same. And significantly, the, the implications are perhaps slightly, the amount of crude that could be covered is perhaps greater because Germany and Poland have committed to phase out their own imports of pipeline crude uh, voluntarily. Um, although it seems slightly odd that, that that wasn't included explicitly, which would have made the deals seem stronger. Also, presumably the, the intention is that, that ultimately pipeline crude and refined products will be completely stopped, but there is no timeline on that. So I suppose they've taken the view that it was better just to get something done rather than to continue these protracted negotiations with Hungary and, and perhaps the pi- issue of pipeline crude can be resolved at some later state. Now, obviously, this... Um, deal is uh, significantly watered down compared to what had originally been proposed, but the market's expectations of any kind of deal were very low, and certainly it appeared yesterday that they weren't going to reach a deal. So the fact that they have now reached a deal is being viewed positively by the market, and of course it it has rallied. But the real questions now are around the detail of the deal and any associated sanctions and the timeline of actual implementation. Um, So we really wait to hear a bit more on that before forming a, a clear view on it, on exactly what this does mean. We have an open meeting on Thursday. Do you expect any changes? Uh, no, or, or rather, I think they will just increase by the standard 430,000 barrels per day uh, per month for July. Uh, and of course, that increase in quota is, is something that most or a lot of the members won't actually be able to meet anyway. And they will talk about the fact that the issues in the market, if there are any, are just about geopolitics, nothing to do with fundamentals and not something for them to react to. So I, I think that's all we'll get from OPEC. And where do you see the market going from here? Well, we have to be careful uh, in talking about the Brent's trading up to 124 because there we're talking about the front contract, the July contract, which expires today. So from tomorrow, the front contract will be the August contract, and that's currently trading at around 119.50. So when we switch that next, next contract, the market will appear to have fallen.
Nevertheless, Brent has broken some significant technical levels, including the late March high of 123.74. But we do need to be mindful, I think, of liquidity this week. We had a US holiday yesterday. We've got holidays here in Britain on on Thursday and Friday from the Queen's uh, Platinum Jubilee. And so I think really we'll need to get through into next week when the bank holidays are out of the way, when the illiquid front contract has expired and we're onto the August contract, uh, and when we've got a bit more detail on what this EU embargo actually means so that the market can take a a clear assessment of of where things stand and and we'll see where we go forward from there. But for for now, we've certainly had some very significant technical levels broken here. Thank you, Khaled. We'll chat again next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Investec's weekly energy update with Callum McPherson. If you'd like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at investec.co.uk or visit investec.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.